Um, today, I have the distinct pleasure of having another featured guest who happens to be a good friend of mine. And for the sake of the episode, we're going to call him Passa. And the reason I'm doing that, he is an actual pastor, but I don't know which way this conversation is going to go. And so to protect his identity and to protect his membership, we're just going to call him Passa. So welcome, Passa. How y'all doing out there? Glad to be here and be a part of this part. Be a part of this <laughs> podcast. podcast. Okay. Get my words right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Glad to be here. Tony <laughs> sound like he's saying the doors of the church is open. <laughs> is there one? All right. So uh, what we're going to talk about today is um, something that him and I and some of my other friends, we have talked about many, many times before. And it's about being equally yoked and dating outside of your league. So most people, when you say dating outside your league, they automatically think that you are talking about uh, dating someone who makes more money than you or dating someone who has more materialistic things than you. And him and I, we, we agree that that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. You can actually date up. You can date down. You can date somebody that you know damn well you have no business dating. So we're just going to have a, a candid conversation about that. And um, do you want to take the driver's seat? Oh, I was just going to read that definition that most people think dating out of your league means okay just speak up just a little bit okay so uh according to urban dictionary dating out of your league means out of uh, a person you have no chance of dating because they are way more attractive intelligent popular or more successful than you are and would rather date someone equal to them okay so that's what urban dictionary says about dating out of your league all right so i'm, I'm gonna be the pastor for a minute so read that last part one more time for me okay and would rather date someone equal to them. Oh, I'm sorry. Not just the last part, but the part where you said about being intelligent, okay. attractive. Okay. A person you have no chance in dating because they are way more attractive, intelligent, popular, or more successful than you are. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we're going to use that as the, the framework. And before, guys, I'm just going to let you know today is... is really really bad for my sinuses normally i'm constantly clearing my passageways uh my nasal passageways but today i just i may have to do it more so if you hear are you gonna pray come on come on pray for me let me hear a word (laughs) heavenly father let me stop okay but uh in all seriousness we're going to use that as our, our framework because as i said so many people feel like uh dating out of your league um means dating someone who makes more money than you or who has more materialistic things than you but you can date someone who is not on the same intellectual level that you are so um i'm gonna take the back seat for a minute and i'm going to allow pastor to just candidly talk about your experiences with dating someone out of your league good bad ugly and different um I would say, from a male standpoint, I've dated women who made less than me and made equal to and more than I did. Mm-hmm. And um, I never, when I initiate the conversation with them, I never felt intimidated regardless of what their status was. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go I, ahead. I've, I've always, the women that I do talk to, uh, they've always been attractive. And so there was a... That was more so 
what drew me to them than, oh, she's out of my league, above or below. So in dating these women who, from a financial standpoint, may have made more, equal, or less, how did that affect the relationship? Okay, so the last, I would say the last two women I dated had more education than I did. Okay. They had their master's. Um, with them two, they knew it, and they kind of try to use it as a power over me. Mm-hmm. But they, but one also inspired me to go back to school. So it's not always, it's not always bad. It's a lot how you perceive it. Mm-hmm. So the late, the young lady that I dated that had a master's. I, I was not intimidated by it. I used that as, okay, if I want to be with her, I need to step my standards up and fulfill what I need to do, fulfill what I need to be for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, now in dating them, they are more, um, when I say selfish, they know what they want and they want not accept anything less, so to speak. So do you think something is wrong with that? No, I, I don't think anything is wrong with that, but I do think that they are so, I'm not going to deal with this, that they really don't give the man a chance. Okay. But they want, but their mindset is, I want to be successful, so it's a trust thing. So if they've been hurt a lot, mm-hmm. then they're going to be like, I got to take care of myself. So, so what is a self- um, Sabotage. Well, self perseverance is oh, the first okay. lock to protect myself. For, I'm going to protect myself first before I put my trust in him that he's going to step up. I'd rather put my trust in myself than really to trust him because I've been let down a lot of times before. So the patients, I would say the ones that <clears throat> had a higher education than I had, their patience level was less than a woman that probably felt like, oh, I need him. He may be a status symbol or something like that. And it's not good or bad. It's just, I think as the, I, I just understood what position I was in with, with each case and tried to act accordingly, you know. So I, I like that, that overview of it. And you, as I was listening to you, you made me think about myself, you know, um, on paper, I'm highly decorated. Um, and for me, you, you, you made a comment that, those women, you know, the more successful or the more education or whatever that they had, the less tolerance or the less patient, you know, or they were more resistant to being patient. And I think about that with myself and I never even thought about my education having anything to do with my level of patience or my level of tolerance. But for me, during those times, aside from my undergraduate degree, when I was in graduate school, when I was doing my doctoral coursework, I was by myself. Mm-hmm. And so um, I did all of my grad, well, let me back up because I didn't do all of my graduate work. When I went to graduate school the first time, I couldn't get my shit together. And a lot of people don't know that. Uh, I got kicked out of grad school the very first time that I went. And um, it wasn't until after I had my son that, I don't know, the stakes were different if you will. And the reason that I got kicked out, it was not because I was partying or anything like that. I couldn't get over the hurdle of statistics. And so instead of me just going out and getting a tutor 
for a statistic. My pride got in the way and my pride got in the way of God knows what, what kind of opportunities that could have been in store for me. So then I had my son and my son, you know, was, was very sick when I first had him. I went to graduate, I went back to graduate school when he was six months old. And so when I think about the times when I've been at my lowest, being in school, just life, whatever the case, I haven't had a guy there to lean and depend on. And so for me, that's what has made my tolerance so low. That has, that is what has made me less patient to deal with certain things because I've, my heart is hardened because it's like, yeah, I have family, I have friends, but when it came to a man being there to say, babe, I got you, you know, I can't take this pain away. I can't write the paper. I can't do this. I can't do that. But what I can do is I can be supportive and I can help see you through. I've never had that. And so when it comes to dealing with a guy, it doesn't have anything to do with, um, well, I have a certain amount of education. Now, am I going to go out and talk to somebody that we just on two different wavelengths? Excuse me. Absolutely not. But that was not a stratification factor for me for a long time. You know, now that I've aged or whatever, it's become a stratification factor for me because of this reason. Not that I weed men out. Like, if you don't have a, a bachelor's degree, you can't talk to me. It's an intellectual thing mm-hmm. for me. If you Okay, so what? You don't have a bachelor's degree. But if you can hold an intellectual conversation and we can grow together and you have experience because of life, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I desire. But if you cannot hold a decent conversation with me, we're, we're not financially yoked. So it's like the struggle continues to build. And I, I like it that you brought that because I never, you know, brought that to light. I never thought about that before that, you know, some women use that as leverage, you know, over just, I guess, you know, some men could possibly use it as leverage too, but I never even thought about using my education to dummy down. As a matter of fact, when I first meet a guy, I don't even talk about my education. We don't talk about that until he asks, you know, what is it that you do? Because I want him to know other things about me than, you know, I got an 11 page damn resume. That That's, it's not pointless, but it's pointless in him getting to know me or whatever. That's, that's regarding my profession. You're trying to get to know me from a personal standpoint. So you told me about, <clears throat> oh, were you going to say well, something? Well, another thing too, um, and we had conversations about women having standards and men having standards. One thing when you say your 11 plates resume and things of that nature, one thing that I looked at and one of the reasons why I had reservations about my last girlfriend is because she um, didn't keep a job past three months. Even though she was highly educated, smart, everything like that. Stability, mm-hmm. when you ask a young lady, and she, she had an education, and then she's been on her job, you know, 10 years or whatnot that stability also is a um, that will make him want to continue to pursue you even though you may be out of his league but he see the stability that you have he sees and he sees the world you have created for yourself and 
um, he would want to be a part of unless he's a fool. Well, I but, guess I didn't ran into a lot of damn fools what, over the years. Yeah. But what you can't do is now some will look at it and say, well, what I'm going to get out of this. And a lot of times that may be the case. Well, since I know she got this going on, I'm going to be a taker. So mm. if, if you get in, if a, and I tell women, if you get in this situation, you and you know what kind of dude he is about, you know, being a taker and trying to ruin, get away from him. So don't be so. I just want to fall in love and just be now. Just be by yourself. You can do bad by yourself. You know, so. <clears throat> that's a whole different conversation within itself. Takers and givers. And it took me a very, very long time to understand that I was a giver, and that I was attracting men who were takers and so i was listening to you you know talk about you know stability i didn't have an 11 page resume when i was 25 i mean i'm in my 40s so that that is something that i have built upon you know being able to do international conferences being able to do national conferences um my education my work experience you know branching out it, it's taken me 10 years to finally you know and i'm still learning with my my uh my writing business you know that's not something that just came overnight so it is 11 pages of experience but that experience is piggybacking off of each other it's not like one minute i was a garbage truck driver and then you know i became a stripper or some shit and then i went back to being a school teacher no it, it it's not like it, it all kind of piggybacks off of each other but i thought about something while you were saying that and uh and i said i guess i must have you know just interacted with a bunch of fools or whatever i have met a lot of guys that once they find out my background or whatever instead of them like you said trying to see okay well i want to talk to this woman what can i do or what can we do together to grow for me, my experience has always been, what can I do to tear her down so that she doesn't feel, or so that, excuse me, so that I don't feel like she has the upper hand. When in fact, that's not my, you that. right. You know, I had this one guy and he may listen, <clears throat> excuse me. He may, I don't know. He's a stalker. This is all he is. I didn't blocked his ass. Um, and when I decided to make my page public, he was like one of the first people to, um, sent a request. But anyway, um, this guy has three children and he lied to me when I first, you know, met him or whatever. And he told me that he wasn't married. Come to find out he was and come to find out, you know, he told me this bogus ass lie that, um, he was d divorced, but his wife, you know, felt that there was stability if he would come over to the house at night and keep the children like some bogus bullshit so one day he says to me and you know and like you said <clears throat> i'm putting the pieces of the puzzle together you know so i didn't know that he was you know he was lying or whatever but experience has taught me okay you listen because you don't want to come across as just being you know just just bitchy person every time somebody tells you something you have to give a man or woman whoever you are attracted to you have to give them a clean slate so, excuse me, you can't go into the situationship, the relationship, whatever, assuming that he's going to be the same way that somebody was before. If you haven't healed from that, you don't need to date anybody, you know, because that's, that's excess baggage that you're taking into a situation that you shouldn't. So long story short, he says to me, 
He said, you need to stop striving so much. He was like, lower your standards because you're not going to ever be with anybody. And I said it before I knew it. I said, look here, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> um, just because you do not have the drive and the willpower that I have, don't tear me down. Don't take that away from me. You know, why is it that in order to make you feel good, you got to tear me down? And women do it too. It, it may be insecure. And I'm going to piggyback on that point um, in another direction. But go ahead. Go ahead. I, I didn't lost okay, my so, train of thought now. Okay, so when we talk about, <clears throat> you know, he's saying why you striving, thing that may come from insecurity. Also, I was told that by the female that it was a blessing for her to be with me. That mm. In her opinion, I was lowered in her. I was dating out of my league. And this, you know, she just blessed me because she was in my life. Hold on. Wait, go. wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just making sure that I understand what you're saying. So she was basically telling you that you should feel honored? Yes. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Now, like I said in the beginning, she had more education than I had. Um, she, um, didn't have any kids. So she has a, she has something for lack of better words. She has something to boast about for herself to feel good about herself. If that's what she wants to, that was always her calling card. You don't got no kids. I'm not out here sleeping around or whatever. That was her thing. And she was like, it's just a blessing for me to be in your life, so to speak. But you but, only have one child. Yeah. But that's what she, what I'm saying, that's what she used for power. Wow. So to speak, to say, look, I was out of your league and you better be blessed you had me. So my point is... Did she have a banging body or something? She was, she was average. She was... She had... I mean, that's what she wanted to... But come to find out, that was a sign of her insecurity. I was about like to say... Saying, she had to bring me down... In order to, to bring, bring herself, herself up. up. So <clears throat> it, can work, it can work like that too. Like how he used it on you. Mm -hmm. It worked like that on me with a woman telling me, I don't know why I'm dating you. And people was telling me not to date you. But, you know, I felt sorry for you, you know, so to speak. So I dated you. So you are, you know, so what in her mind, I was out of her league. But in actuality, we, I was, you know. You really were. So different. Different, but in her mind, that's what she's thinking. Oh, this dude is out of my league, or yeah, he's dating out of his league when he yeah. meets me. But you know what, though, so. I, I guess I can turn that into something positive because you really were dating, you were dodging the bullet and didn't realize that you were dodging the bullet or whatever. So, you, you were dating someone that was using whatever leverage she thought she had so that wasn't gonna work anyway yeah. and i have a um shit i got several experiences but i got i mean i told my listeners early on you know i got i've had a very very shitty full of experience um life as an a, a single adult woman well, i said that really you have yeah, what? I think I if said you live this. long enough, you have a lot of experiences. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the, the the longer you live, the more experiences you have. And I have had a lot when it comes to men. And so it made me, this, having this conversation made me think about this guy from my past. Um, at the time, my mother, she said to me um, when she met the guy, very first time she met him, I brought him home. 
and and keep in mind, I hadn't been in a relationship at this time in seven years. So, you know, I just been like, you know, trying to figure out what was going on with me, you know, because it's easy for us to say that, that the, the man, and I'm, a, I'm speaking from a female standpoint now, it's easy for women to say, you know, men ain't shit. I don't hear any other race of women say that, you know, I don't hear white women say men ain't shit. I don't hear Indian women say men. And it doesn't mean that they're not or that, you know, that they, they aren't full of shit, but I don't hear them saying it. But black women, I hear it say it all the time. So I took a break and I took a break to work on myself and to just really get in tune with who Edwina Mosby is, was trying to become whatever the case may be. So he was like the guy at the end, you know, of the tunnel. I met him and we started talking or whatever. So I took him home and my mother, you know, was ragging me <clears throat> because she had become so accustomed to, you know, me just doing what I do. And so the last thing on her mind was that I was bringing somebody home that I was actually in a relationship with because it had been seven years. So uh, she says, when are you going to settle down? You know, like, when are you going to get married? Because the running joke for a long time was that I wasn't going to get married until Jesus came back. Well, <laughs> maybe so. Who knows? But anyway, so I said, well, mom, I actually brought him home to introduce to you. Um, this is my boyfriend or whatever. So, you know, she kind of looked at him. She didn't say anything. And when the two of us were by ourselves, she said to me, she said, I know what you're going to say. You're going to think that I don't want you to date anybody. And I think, you know, no one is good enough for you. She said, but he's not the one. And I said, why do you say that? And so she said, Edwina, the two of you are unequal. Mm -hmm. And she said, what I mean by that <clears throat> She said he has not reached a, and he was older than me. She said he has not reached a level of maturity where he's going to be able to tell his mother, his ex-wife, and his daughters, you know, when to back up. I kid you not, audience, I don't know how in the world my mother knew that just from that first time. And I ended up, you know... <clears throat> going through with the relationship or whatever and that relationship really 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 took a toll on me because outside of my son's father it was the first time in my life that I was truly vulnerable with someone and now that I look back on it years later I can honestly say that it was doomed before it even started was it doomed because he had been married you know, for 16 years? Was it doomed because he had three children? Was it doomed because we came from two different social constructs? And what I mean by that, he came from a single parent home. I came from a two parent home. Was it doomed because, you know, our parenting styles were different? Everything that I just said, those were flags to let me know that it was doomed. But I, I, I can't say I didn't see him. I just ran right through them. I, I chose to ignore every damn flag that presented itself to me. And when the relationship dissolved, I kept asking myself, what was it that you did? What was it that you did? Why, why doesn't he want to be with you? He broke up with me. Ain't that some shit? You got all this goddamn baggage, but you're going to break up with me. <clears throat> but I had to say to myself, when he did you a favor, 
And at the time you didn't realize that he was doing you a favor, but it wouldn't have, you know, I, I guess I could have forced myself to make it work. But for me, it wasn't going to work because we were so imbalanced with each other. There were many things that we shared in common, but the things that we did not share in common outweighed the things that we actually shared in common. And so, um, you know, outside looking in, I wouldn't have looked at that as dating outside of my league because most people think when you date outside your league, as I said before, it deals with something from a financial standpoint. But I was dating outside of my league because I had more education than him. And like I said, I never even looked at it like that. But listening to you is making me think. So I had more education than him. I had one child. He had three. He had been married 16 years. I've never been married. So it was like there was no balance there. Every Everything was topsy-turvy. Um you know, I'm a hands-on parent. Um, my son is a teenager, but I still have to constantly remind him, E, did you take a shower? Did you brush your teeth? Did you wash in between your toes? He was the type of parent, you know, I bought the soap, I bought the towels, I bought the detergent. You should know. Not realizing they're still children. Hey, you got some grown men and some grown women that do not take care of themselves properly. You know, there are a lot of women who are probably going to listen to this podcast. that still white the wrong damn way. Got shit and everything. Uh, okay. Let me chill out. But, um, the point that I'm making is, um, how do you, how do you get to a point in your life where you say, I'm going to stop making the same mistakes over and over and over again and I'm gonna ask that to you but I'm gonna say for myself I've reached that point where it doesn't bother me to tell a person I'm not interested or it doesn't bother me you know to say hey this this you know you're not the two or we not the two you're not the one or whatever because experience has taught me when I do ignore those red flags when I do ignore the evaluation that I have already, you know, taken of the situation, I always end up, you know, saying that we knew, you knew better. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Uh, I think with that, back to what you were saying, I think you really have to work on your, <clears throat> your mental strength mm-hmm. because a person that is mentally strong don't make the same mistakes twice or you know, they don't keep doing the same thing over and over and over. And that has to come through experience and then having that mental strength to when it does happen that you just don't completely just keep and continue doing it. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with, um, you know, getting in relationships and stuff like that. But like you said, those red flags. Um, so, so for example, so, um, the same red flags that I had with my last girlfriend, um, my cousin tried to hook me up with a, somebody and had the same red flags. So me being single in this pandemic, I could have been like, well, I'm, a, I'm going to ignore them red flags and I'm going to plow through. But mm-hmm. my mental strength said, you know what? Maybe I don't need to do it. Like you said, I've already seen how this is going to play out. But by the same token, you always think, okay, what could have been but then you have to look at i gotta protect myself 
Mm-hmm. And so it's it's it, it, I don't think it's any like clear answer, but I do think it come down to you having your values and your your mental strength has a lot to do with it. Not making the same mistake twice. Um, don't let anybody take away your power mm-hmm. on how you feel. You set boundaries, things of that nature. And if they can't respect that, hey, it is what it is. I agree because I'm a firm believer of, um, and this goes a lot with, you know, me being a very spiritually in tune woman, positive energy. I just want to say it this way. Negative energy is just as strong as positive energy. Maybe stronger. Yes. And so, you know, from a religious standpoint, you know, people say, you know, Jesus, God, whatever, and the devil. But for me, I look at it as positive and negative. And so sometimes negative energy can can come across as so attractive or whatever. And you know, I mean, you know, I'm going to say me. I have dealt with men. I know I had no damn business dealing with in the first place. And then I get to dealing with them. And it's like I become annoyed at myself for dealing with for dealing with it, it has nothing to do with what they're doing because the, the, the men, you know, that I've dealt with, they were being who they were. They were being true to themselves. But then I get pissed off because of the standards that I have set for myself. They don't meet them. And then I get pissed off. Well, I can't get pissed off at a man that I knew didn't meet my standards when I started talking to him anyway. But because it's a slow night or because I want to go out somewhere yeah. or because I, I, I feel the need to have somebody in my space. I have reached that point that I've told myself, and we know I would rather be by my damn self than to settle for someone that I know I have no damn business being with. That's gross. That's a <laughs> yeah, that's a whole lot of growth or whatever. And I'm still growing. And the the um the thing that I can say um as I as I wrap this up is what I have learned more than anything is that don't, for one, ignore the red flags. And then two, don't be afraid of what people are going to say mm-hmm. about you knowing your worth. Yeah. You know, if, like I, I often say, I'm grateful. I mean, I get tired just like anybody else, but I'm grateful to have the ability and the drive to get up and fight again another day to take care of my son and myself. So if I'm pressing myself to do that, why would I deal with somebody who does not have that same level of tenacity? And and let's just say, for instance, you may not have that same level of tenacity, but at least be open. And if you're not open and you don't have it, what good does it do for us to even talk to each other? So do you have any final comments um, well i enjoyed myself um no you didn't took over my part this, that i was supposed to say that but go ahead uh but dating out of your league is something that all of us probably are going to do and have done and it's just basically learning from you from your situation and being empowered and learning 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 from it being empowered and forget about the past move forward in life and hopefully you'll find what you're looking for. Well, y'all, I don't have to say anything. I think Pastor just wrapped it up for me. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed it. And um, I hope you took some notes. 
If you would like to provide your feedback, then please send me a message. You can do it in the app or you can send me a message on uh, social media. You can find me at The Writing Evolution PLLC. Until next time, thank you.